I never thought we'd be doing another one of these fucking things. Well, um, we're just, we're only saying we are. (laughs) (laughs) We are on the six-year schedule of uh, podcasts, which is, uh, it's pretty good. It's very, it's very easy. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is happening because we've decided to start up again, and we realized that we never, episode three was supposed to include our then drummer Frank Hedges uh, incredible rant on the movie Whiplash. I think to call it a rant really just it's under- not a thesis it, it, statement. It, under- it undercuts <laughs> the artistry of of his critique of the Academy Award winning film uh, okay, Whiplash. His fucking Roger Ebert uh Roger? Robert? Roger Roger. His yeah. Robert Ebert uh fucking <laughs> It's Roger. Roger. Whatever. Roger Ebert. Show some respect for the dead. Man, that's your department. Anyway. um, (laughs) Anyway. uh, I'm I'm just going to tell you. Frank did not like that movie. And uh, he goes on at length um, about all the particulars about why that movie is terrible and awful. Uh, despite, you know, so many people um, saying to the contrary. Um, I've never seen it. I'm, I'm never going to see it now. Yeah, uh, I, I don't ever want to see it, honestly, because yeah. nothing could live up to what Frank said about it. Just for context, uh, this was recorded in the last 30 minutes that Frank was in the band. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were in the van driving back to the rehearsal space uh, from, uh, I think we were taping the Steve Katzos uh, show. And uh, we were about 30... All three of us remembered this uh, differently, by the way. We Except actually, that I'm right. We had a little argument about it over the weekend. Like, no, yeah. it was this gig, it was that gig. Technically, uh, I guess Henry's right because there is a timestamp so we can figure this out. Yeah. Um, so this is the... Yeah, so the last 30 minutes that Frank was in the band, uh, we're in the van, and he tells me, he's like, hey, uh, there's one last thing I want to do while I'm in the band. I need you to turn on the... Uh, your voice memos so we can record this <laughs> and uh what you're about to hear is the entire thing completely unedited <laughs> it's just <laughs> frank hedgy raw um so yeah so i guess this is like the, uh, technically a bonus episode for the right. two episode season <laughs> two episode season and hopefully we'll get you know we'll get going on the next season um fairly shortly yeah so uh Enjoy. Finally, at long last, we present to you The War on Whiplash, Frank Hedges' War. Tomorrow is nothing. Today is too late. The good lived yesterday. Here's a taste of the good life. This episode was originally recorded on the 19th of May, 2015. Welcome to All Things Allowed, the Allowed podcast. You are listening to Series 1, Episode 3, The War on Whiplash. Frank Hedges' War. Hey, Frank, literate. <laughs> Should hold it, probably. Yeah. There you go, buddy. I have to be, uh, I have to be, uh, prompted. Okay. I'm not angry enough yet. <laughs> hey, Frank. What was your favorite part of that amazing Academy Award-winning movie, Whiplash? <laughs> <laughs> fucking, 
You know, the thing that backfired for me, being the one to uh, promote whiplash hate around Boston, <laughs> is that everybody fucking talks to me about whiplash now. <laughs> like, I can't stop it. <laughs> like, Chris Chris Viner uh, posts whiplash shit on my Facebook wall, like, every other week. And I'm like, stop making me think about whiplash. Like, I didn't want to think about fucking whiplash. Every day of my life. Uh, do you feel, just because I have fucking, what's his name, J.K. Simmons is in it. Do you think this is how J. Jonah Jameson feels about Spider-Man? Like, he just doesn't want to fucking talk about Spider-Man, but like, everyone's like, hey, you're like the guy who hates Spider-Man, right? <laughs> I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> <laughs> well, as a professional drummer, let me ask you this. Is traditional grip really that much <laughs> in more inferior? All right, let's talk about all the ways that Whiplash is fucking bullshit. <laughs> all right, I saw the, the, the trailer for Whiplash, and it was like, I was like, holy shit, like, a movie about jazz drumming that's, like, crazy intense and all, like, indie dramatic and stuff is going to be the greatest movie of all time. So I bought a ticket, and I walked, and I went by myself to the movie theater to watch Whiplash, because I didn't want to be distracted by someone who, did, by someone who didn't understand the, the subtleties of jazz drumming. <laughs> Stop feeling and, things, you Philistines! <laughs> so I went to the movie theater, and, uh... The, it starts out and the, like the drum is pretty good, right? And the, like they're they're walking, the camera's going through the halls of the fake Juilliard, and like it sounds pretty good, right? I was like, oh yeah, this is gonna be great. And then we see Miles Teller holding the sticks with his fucking pinkies out and like completely awkward and just his whole body just tensed up like as as hard as he can fucking tense his entire body up and he's just sweating and going crazy (laughs) and and I knew I knew it wasn't a good sign it wasn't like uh, it made me a little worried so then J.K. Simmons walks in and he's like, hey kid, play something. And then Miles Teller is like, and he's like, that sucked. And then he's like, here, do this, play uptime swing, right? Just like play double time swing. It's just playing time. It's just, that's what you gotta do when you're a drummer, you just play time. You can't play it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so then J.K. Simmons just walks out of the room, and then Miles Teller is like, oh, what happened? And then he comes back, he's like, oh, I forgot my coat, and then he walks out again. That should have been the end of the movie. <laughs> he plays a shitty solo, and then he can't play the, the time, right? Yeah. The movie was missing the key component of... <laughs> Like, him being able to do something. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, we're going to make a comparison to one of my least favorite movies of all time, Drumline. (laughs) Or even Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon has super slow-mo drummer vision, right? So, 
and, and then somebody says, hey, Nick Cannon, play this riff. And he does a riff. Nick Cannon can look at his hands, goes to super slow motion. <laughs> Nick Cannon memorizes it perfectly and then can play it, right? So even though Nick Cannon isn't that great in other respects, and even though Nick Cannon is a dick, <laughs> he still has super slow motion drummer vision, right? That's what makes him the hero of the movie. So he overcomes his other obstacles, and then his super slow mo drummer vision makes him better than everybody else. Miles Teller is bad at everything. <laughs> that that's the the movie was five minutes long. Uh, I like that he. Uh, I mean, that's part of the requirement for getting into Julia, right? Is being terrible at your craft. <laughs> like if you were already really good, like you wouldn't need to pay the money to learn, though. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe right. that was like a racket that he's fucking running, right? It's just like, oh, this guy sucks. Perfect. <laughs> All right, now everybody's everybody's gonna be talking about oh well, it's about perseverance. This blah blah blah. And this blah blah blah. All right, we're gonna leave that alone for a little while. Now let's talk about Whiplash from a filmmaking perspective. <laughs> oh, this is right. this is where I'm interested because everyone's like, well, at least like it was acted really well. No, I'm gonna talk more about the director okay. and what the director chose to make Miles Teller spend his time doing, preparing. To be the star of Whiplash. <laughs> so apparently Miles Teller is like a shitty rock and roll drummer. The same way that like I'm a shitty rock and roll drummer. He's a little more he's more <laughs> shitty than I am, but still, like, I couldn't have been the guy in Whiplash. I would have looked ridiculous, right? Miles Teller looks ridiculous in Whiplash. Alright. Miles Teller plays match grip. That's when you hold both of your sticks the same way. Traditional grip is the jazzy grip. <laughs> it's the grip that jazz drummers, as the grip that you, when they hold it all funny old fashioned y, that's traditional grip. Yeah, like with their palms up? With one palm up and then one normal. Okay. All right? So, I challenge anyone to go to Juilliard or Berkeley and find one single drum instructor who says that you can't play jazz traditional grip. Or you can't play jazz match grip. <laughs> Alright? Let's start out with that. Okay. Now, the director, having found a really good actor who, who can kind of play drums, right? Yeah. Okay, my idea for this Whiplash movie might actually happen. I found like good actor who can actually like kind of play drums. What am I, what's the first thing I'm gonna make him do to prepare for this role? Okay, the way you've held your sticks your entire life and you're comfortable <laughs> holding the sticks, you gotta switch it. You have a month. <laughs> but why? Why do I have to play traditional grip when I've never fucking played traditional grip my entire life? Because it's the jazzy way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Alright, so that's That establishes how much The director understands about Jazz drumming Right off the get go Okay, yeah, we're, we're at pre-production Just <laughs> <laughs> listen to one jazz record yeah. So, Miles Teller Now is playing traditional grip for one month 
it looks ridiculous <laughs> because he can't fucking do it. And now he ha- his character idolizes Buddy Rich, right? <laughs> That's kind of dumb because Buddy Rich is I mean, he was like a he was like a technical wizard, like kind of like a prodigy kind of guy. But he wasn't like nobody's like oh Buddy Rich really changed jazz, yeah. you know? Like be like a piano player idolizing Oscar Peterson. <laughs> Oh, Buddy Rich changed the way that uh, band leaders uh, insulted their band. <laughs> this is true. Right. But I don't <laughs> have a clams. <laughs> but I don't have a problem with that. Because Miles Teller in the movie is 18, and a lot of 18-year-old jazz drummers idolize Buddy Rich. That's totally believable. <laughs> the problem with that is, now you're taking Miles, drummer, Miles Teller, who isn't a jazz drummer, you just changed up his fucking grip, and now you need him to lip-sync fucking Buddy Rich solos. <laughs> It's completely impossible, even for Buddy Rich, who never played the same thing twice, because they're completely ridiculous, and now you're asking an amateur who can't hold his drumsticks to, to look like he's playing Buddy Rich solos. <laughs> it's really setting up everybody for success. Yeah. <laughs> now let's talk about how he went about lip-syncing Miles Teller's Buddy Rich drum solos. Some parts you hear a real recording of a real drummer uh, through the speakers in the movie theater. Sometimes you hear Miles Teller playing the drums, (laughs) and then sometimes they take the real recording and then overlay Miles Teller's, like, cymbal hits that he did off of time, but it would have been too weird not to hear. (laughs) So, it goes... (laughs) So, the whole movie is constantly switching back and forth from a studio recording to, like, a shitty live recording from, like, one, like, overhead mic. (laughs) And then the worst of it is when it's the studio recording and then just random drum noises laid on top of it because Miles Teller is just flailing randomly behind the drums. So, there's a bunch of parts where, like, you would need, like four arms to play the things that are coming out of fucking speakers. <laughs> Alright, so to sum back up, Miles Teller, bad rock drummer, grip he doesn't understand, and now it's just, there's just this mess of sound coming out of the speakers. What else am I going to say? Uh, sound mixed like a from a fever dream. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we haven't even gotten to the best part yet. (laughs) How does one practice the drums? (laughs) A pretty, pretty, uh, an important element of a movie about becoming the best jazz drummer of all time. Right? So Miles Teller says his goal is to become the greatest of all time. How do you do that? You practice. How does one practice the drums? You think the director would have watched someone practice the drums before making a movie about practicing the drums. <laughs> well, like, it's, it's funny, but like you don't, you don't think about this, but that movie is literally about practicing drums. <laughs> yes, that, that's what the, the whole movie is about practicing the drums. Now, how does Miles Teller practice the drums in Whiplash? He tenses up his entire body 
like he's about to do a power squat. <laughs> and then he just... Just with his hand, just as hard, as just as tensed up as he can. <laughs> that's how that's how he practices the drums. And then, as he's doing that, his hands bleed everywhere, inexplicably. Just blood, blood splattering all over the the practice room. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> he practices the drums like ten times during the movie. Every single time ends with him, his hands just exploding in blood, just all over the drums. <laughs> oh man! I, like I still don't understand like what the situation was that could possibly lead to someone's hands just the bloody stumps of just. Nub blood hands that he's constantly sticking into ice water. I don't know what he's doing. Those uh, Juilliard sponsored razor blade sticks, probably. <laughs> yeah, a cut above the rest. The cutting edge. <laughs> Alright. Yeah. Hey, Miles, want to cut a new track? <laughs> so, yeah, Miles Seller, shitty rock drummer. Bad grip that he doesn't understand. Uh, blood. Blood. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't even know what to call it. Just tense, tense flailing practice sessions. And then, I guess the final thing I would like to talk about is when Miles Teller gets hit by a truck. <laughs> <laughs> Did he, did he tense up when he got hit? <laughs> no, he wasn't playing the drums, Jackass. He was being murdered. Was it on the two and four? <laughs> <laughs> Miles Teller is driving to a gig. He gets T-boned by a fucking truck. <laughs> and then crawls like three blocks <laughs> to the gig. Sits down the drums and like just like falls over. Uh... Then they have to go, then they get hit by the truck because initially he was at the gig and for some reason no one would lend him sticks. Yeah, no one would lend Miles Teller drumsticks. <laughs> so he had to drive back to the bus station, get his drumsticks, and then he got hit by the truck and then he went and played the gig. I like, I mean, I guess probably the other drummers didn't want blood all over their sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's like, they're like, dude, I don't want you fucking bleeding all over my shit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I would have never. Actually, I would have never lent him my drumsticks either because I don't know what he fucking did to his hands. Constantly, there was just bleeding. Yeah, it was just blood everywhere. Oh, and he punched a hole through a snare drum head, which is impossible. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why he was so tense all the time. He hates the fucking drums so much. <laughs> oh, all right. Let's. This is the last part. Let's talk about the last scene of Whiplash. So Miles Teller, uh, J.K. Simmons gets kicked out of Juilliard for being a dick. He's mad at Miles Teller. And he invites Miles Teller on like this big fancy gig, right? But then it turns out at the end that J.K. Simmons was just trying to fuck with him. And he's like, hey, Miles Teller, we're gonna play this one song. You better prepare for this song. Right, and then they get up on stage, and it's a totally different song. Oh my god, uh, yeah, like that's he's being a dick, like that's not nice. 
But then, how Miles Teller decides to deal with this is... Alright, let, let's imagine a, a real drummer in that situation. <laughs> this is big band music, alright? The drummer just goes ding 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 <laughs> Like that? That's like, what you do? There's not like... It's not I, fucking prog You rock. do like the fucking... You, like, you could do the horn hits, and like you should, that's part of it. But you don't have to. <laughs> All you have to do is fucking play quarter notes, and it's fine. No one will notice. <laughs> Miles Teller seeing a piece of music that he's never seen before. One, he can't sight read for some reason. He's, he's yeah. like in Juilliard. Yeah, like, like being in Juilliard, he can't like. Which are the things that I hit on this fucking thing? Yeah, that's, like, and then smashing. two, it was like, okay, here's a piece of music I've never heard before. I don't know what they're gonna play. I'm just gonna like try to drum solo over the entire thing instead of just playing fucking quarter notes and getting through the tune while you're in front of like 10,000 people. Well, presumably he was getting paid for this, right? <laughs> sure. Okay. <laughs> why, wouldn't, why wouldn't you just like fucking like, all right, I'm just gonna get through this and like, that was a shit gig. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's just like, oh no. It's so frustrating. I often also find it difficult to uh, be a musician, even though that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> do you enjoy activities of your own choosing, Charles? God, no. <laughs> so my, my buddy is like, you know, I saw Whiplash and I didn't notice any of this, and I don't really give a shit. It was a great movie. It was great acting. It was a great, like, antagonistic relationship between J.K. Simmons and Miles Teller. But, like, this is, my, this is my analogy. This would be like making a soccer movie where everyone can use their hands. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's some, you have to come, you have to reach a certain level yeah. of just understanding the thing you're making a movie about. Yeah, yeah. Right? You can't just, like... I'm gonna make a movie about being the best drummer of all time and then just do all this stupid shit! <laughs> it's like you don't understand it at all. So if, uh, if I may Hollywood, or David Spade Hollywood minute this, uh, would you say, I really enjoyed this movie when it was called Black Swan. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's dangerous though, because I don't know if all that ballet stuff was all wrong in Black Swan. It may be the same thing, I don't know. That's true. It uh, made you believe it was right. right. I want to well, make I'm just... Go, oh. go ahead, Charles. Then I have one final thought. <laughs> I would like to make a movie with you, Frank, about making a movie, but, like, there aren't cameras. <laughs> like, I show up to, like, filming with a rock as, like, the light. <laughs> like, like, well, I got this flashlight and this mirror, so, like, let's do this. <laughs> Well, the camera's too far away. I'll just, like, edit it bigger. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we'll fix it in post. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so here's my final thought. Frank Hedges review of Whiplash, the movie. <laughs> this is the only movie I've ever seen where I thought at the end, I wish I had been watching Drumline this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, on that note, thank you, Frank. That was... That was that was our podcast. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Frank Hedgie farewell special. <laughs>
fucking whiplash. God damn it! I'm all pissed off now! See, I had forgotten all about whiplash! And now you guys have me fucking yelling about whiplash again! I did this for like three months! And now I'm in the car! And I'm fucking yelling about whiplash well, again. To be to be fair, Frank, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna miss these moments. If it'll make you feel any better, from what you've described of whiplash, it kind of sounds like an allegory for my first sexual experience. <laughs> uh, in the next okay, podcast, so just, it's blood everywhere. Blood everywhere. <laughs> J.K. Simmons is yelling at me. In the next podcast, Charles reviews his first sexual experience. There was a lot of weird symbol hits that just kind of came out of nowhere. It was nuts. But everyone else seemed to enjoy it. I didn't. <laughs> I thought it was, was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Is the recorder still on? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's the fucking scene where J.K. Simmons has the three drummers in the fucking band room, and they're all trying to play the upswing time all at the same time. It's Miles Teller and then another shitty actor and then a real drummer. <laughs> so they're all going through and none of them can play it. The real drummer can play it. <laughs> so it's like him playing it and then the shitty actor not playing it and then the other shitty actor not playing it and then Miles Teller's hands bleed all over the drums and then J.K. Simmons is like, that's it. <laughs> it wasn't it. He can't play it. The other one who's a real drummer played it. And managed not to injure himself while doing <laughs> yeah. it. And managed not to give everybody fucking blood everywhere all the fucking bedroom. Alright, now I'm done. <laughs> so, uh, is that on Netflix yet? <laughs> like, I don't know if I want to watch it now. Like, <laughs> I think we have to. The first time I had sex is on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> uh. At long last, this concludes the first series of the Allowed Podcast, All Things Allowed. Thank you for listening. Thank you for visiting allthingsallowed.com. Thank you for tasting the future of the past. Series 2 coming soon. Probably?